It's Full Metal Jackie. We've got filmmaker extraordinaire Penelope Spiris on the show with us tonight. How are you, Penelope? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm really glad to have you on the show. Longtime fan of your work. Obviously, you helmed the OzFest 99 documentary, We Sold Our Souls for Rock and Roll, which is making it to screens and also directed the marvelous decline of Western civilization as well. Penelope, what is it about metal culture that made it such a fascinating subject for you to film? Oh, well, I don't know. I guess probably just the fact that it's kind of hardcore and aggressive and uh, helps me get my anger out. And I like to watch all the other pissed off people have fun, too. <laughs> you're, you're uniting all of the pissed off people together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like something that happened in Washington, D.C., but go on. <laughs> <laughs> Penelope is with us on the show. It's Full Metal Jackie. Still to come this hour, new music from While She Sleeps, Josta's weekly pick from the pit with Jamie Josta of Hatebreed. We've got a tune off the Decline of Western Civilization Metal Years soundtrack coming up next and more with Penelope. It's Full Metal Jackie. We've got director Penelope Spiris here on the show. Not only did you examine OzFest 99, but you're also known for the decline of Western civilization, which examined metal culture at the end of the 70s into the 80s. Two very different films at, uh, you know, very different times. But what were some of the similarities and major differences you found between not only the bands, but the culture of who the fans were of these acts? Well, you're talking about the first decline, I'm assuming, if you're talking late 70s, because that was more punk rock, you know. And then, of course, the second one, uh, the metal years, was more metal. So if we're talking about similarities and differences between the the first decline, the second decline, and then uh, OzFest 99, uh, which is called We Sold Our Souls for Rock and Roll, I'm going to say the similarity is that I've noticed every single, you know, a generation of teenagers and young 20s all have that same kind of um, energy that they have to uh, get out and display and, and work through. And that's what I've noticed over the years is that each generation has that, you know. And I guess the differences, you know, the decline part to the metal years was a little fluffier, a little softer than, you know, decline one or we sold our souls. Uh, and that was just what was going on at the time, you know, here in L.A. on the Strip was that uh, hair metal thing, you know. I like to document human behavior and uh, <laughs> try to figure out why people do what the hell they do, you know. Uh, and that's what gets me going. And then I use music as the backdrop. Director Penelope Spheris with us on the show. Right now, a new tune from Empire State Bastard and their recently released debut album, Rivers of Heresy. This is Stutter. It's Full Battle Jackie, and we're here with Penelope Spheris, director of We Sold Our Souls for Rock and Roll. And Penelope, it's interesting in the film that Rob Zombie mentions being part of this tour instead of being at Woodstock 99. Heavy <laughs> music was uh, was definitely dominating the world. And in the case of Woodstock 99, it was sometimes portrayed in a negative light. 
What was your experience with OzFest 99 and how do you reflect on it now, 20 plus years removed from that event? Well, I'll tell you, when I did the film, we started shooting in the summer of 99 and I went out, we had our own tour bus, we had our six person crew and I went out on the road with Sharon driving the bus. No, she wasn't driving the bus. Sharon, (laughs) Sharon Osborne was leading the path, let's put it that way. And we went to about 20 cities and, and filmed, you know, uh, 10 bands uh, every night. Uh, and it was kind of like the experience of a lifetime, you know. But then I worked on it, cut, I, you know, there's so many cuts in that movie, Jackie. It's like, it, it's just unbelievable. I saw it the other night for the first time in 20 years at the Motion Picture Academy um, Museum um, screening room. And man, that thing kicks ass. I hate to say it's my own work, but it really does. And uh, I, I'm just like astounded that the world hasn't seen it yet. But uh, Sharon says she's going to get it released now. And she calls it a historical document because in the movie, you've got all these bands that back in 99 were just these baby upcoming bands, you know, like Slipknot, System of a Down and Static X and you know there was other bands too that were older but but right now uh, those those bands i just mentioned you know are 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 huge compared to what they were back then here's the thing i can't believe when the movie didn't get released 20 years ago i laid in bed and cried for three months i swear to god i was so depressed but you know if i had to choose whether it would be released now or back then i would say now because it is a historical document. Coming up, we'll check out a new tune from While She Sleeps, plus music from Suicidal Tendencies, and more with my guest, Penelope Spheris. It's Full Metal Jackie. We've got Penelope Spheris, director of the OzFest 99 documentary. We sold our souls for rock and roll with us on the show. Penelope, touring the country offers you some unique opportunities. And I want to know which was a more surreal moment for you, hanging with Slipknot at the Lincoln Memorial or capturing Buckethead's visit to a New Orleans cemetery while he talks through a chicken mask on his hand, like any other cool outside of the tour moments over that summer? Well, you know, Static X got their tour bus uh, repub during the tour for guys. And, uh, you know, my uh, cameraman quit halfway through. And it was, you know, you just have to swap the flies away whenever they're coming at you, you know? There's always something you didn't expect out there. There was a time when when we were shooting, because we had the, it was the first handheld high-def Sony camera. And they're worth that then, uh, probably now too, but like $200,000. And some dude was running toward us and he had like this big gulp cup, cup in his hand. And I didn't know what he was going to do. And then he got closer and closer. I'm like, oh man, he's going to throw this at the camera. So then I put my body in front of the camera and, and dude tossed the liquid inside and it was pee. And it, and oh my God. I know. I, and so I got pissed on really bad because he drank a whole bunch of beers. Uh, but uh, I saved the camera, so that was kind of cool. <laughs> there was something like that happening, you know, and there were fires that happened and people passing out, sliding down the hill upside down in the rain. I mean, it was crazy crap. Penelope Spheris with us on the show. 
Coming up, Josta's weekly pick from the pit with the one and only Jamie Josta of Hatebreed Music from Anthrax. Penelope's going to be picking music. It's all on the way. It's Full Metal Jackie. Director Penelope Spiros with us on the show this week. Penelope, with time passing and a chance to revisit this documentary with its theatrical release, are there things in the film you wish were better represented or material left over that you wish you could have included? When we shot this, we shot four cameras and it was my first experience after having a lifetime in 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 film shooting hot video where you could just keep shooting and shooting and shooting and as i was shooting everything i, I didn't realize oh duh i gotta go through 283 hours of of tape you know and so that was a challenge uh, do I think there's anything on the editing room floor that's better than in the movie? No, I don't, because, man, we went through it with a fine-tooth comb. And I think that's why the movie, I don't I don't feel comfortable complimenting myself, but, you know, that, that, that movie is really good. <laughs> I said to Sharon the other day, I, I don't think I could do that again today. I mean, it's a good thing we did it back then, because right now I ain't up to it, man. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I mean, I don't have any regrets. I don't have any, you know, I don't have any regrets. Let's think about it. It used to be I regretted that the film wasn't released. And I, my favorite saying is you never know if something's bad or good until some time has passed. And as brokenhearted as I was back then, when that film was not released, I would still pick today instead of then because uh, it means so much more now, you know? Totally. 100 percent everything everything has changed and everything sucks now it's nice to revisit a time when <laughs> things were great <laughs> i'm glad you said it not me yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what in, in the decline part three it starts out with this guy why or no i forgot what movie it's in but it's like i said so uh, what's going on with you and he goes everything sucks and so <laughs> i guess you're quoting one of my movies yeah Oh, no, I say that all the time. Oh, do you? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Penelope Spiros with us. She's going to be picking a tune here in a bit. But right now, a new track from Polaris. This is With Regards. Far away. It's Full Metal Jackie. Penelope Spiros is my guest on the show this week. And Penelope, as a documentary director, you're there to document. But those of us who spend time interviewing or Hanging with bands, there gets to be some acts you come to love for having spent time with them. As some of these groups were just starting out, did you become a fan of any of these acts over the course of shooting a documentary or even perhaps change an opinion on, on any certain act having this new access? I mean, when I did Decline 2, I really wanted to have um, a different band. Well, it was going to be Guns N' Roses, okay? And Slash and I were talking about them being the final act in the film. And then their manager pulled out, at the, I don't like to say that word, pulled out, but anyway, uh, he pulled out at the last minute. And uh, so I scrambled and I wanted there to be a heavier band in there than a lot of the, you know, more poppy, fluffy bands. And so we got Megadeth, and I became a heavy-duty Megadeth fan after that. And then, you know, when we did um, when we did Sold Our Souls, I became a Static X fan. <laughs> I still you know, play that song, Push It, all the time. And 
Yeah, I mean, I'm a buckethead groupie. That dude is kick ass on guitar. And of course, I always loved Sabbath. That was from since they began. And, you know, when I, I always loved Motorhead too, you know? So, I mean, I've been a fan of, of, of a lot of these bands forever. Coming up this hour, the Death Clock Brutal Pick of the Week music from Dio, Hatebreed, and more with Penelope Spiris. It's Full Metal Jackie. We've got director Penelope Spiris with us on the show this week. And Penelope, your love of heavy music took you beyond the documentary world, getting a chance to direct Wayne's World. Obviously, the movie evolved off of characters created for Saturday Night Live by Mike Myers, but were there moments where your own personal love of hard rock and metal had a chance to make it into a scene? Uh, well, I read the other day and I wasn't really aware of it, but I guess that soundtrack album was like the top of the charts at one point. So I hate complimenting myself, but, uh, you know, the, the Wayne's World soundtrack, I probably picked uh, 90% of the songs on there, you know, I mean, Ballroom Blitz was, I hate complimenting myself. Oh, stop it. You, you deserve to be complimented. You deserve to be complimented. And by the way, an amazing, amazing soundtrack. Still love that soundtrack. I feel I feel like it's bad luck but it, it, to compliment myself. But anyway, yeah, the tracks in uh, in Wayne's World, I had to, to fight for a lot of them. That I, like Foxy Lady, okay? Uh, they didn't want me to use Foxy Lady for when... Uh, God sees uh, Donna Dixon, his dream girl, right? And I fought like hell for that one because I knew I could make it work. And it, Dana Carvey uh, smacked it out of the ballpark when he did his uh, humping dance, you know? <laughs> but as far as, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody is always what everybody thinks of in Wayne's World. But that was in the script when I got the script. And I, I believe it was Mike Myers' idea to put that, that song in the film. But it, it was my idea to film it that way, the way with them banging their heads like that. And Mike didn't really like doing that, you know. But uh, he kept saying it wasn't funny, but it was funny. Coming up next, a new track from Kill Devil Hill. Plus, we'll hear from a member of Death Clock for the Death Clock Brutal Pick of the Week. And, of course, more with my guest, director Penelope Spheris. It's Full Metal Jackie, and we've got Penelope Spheris with us on the show. Of course, we've been talking about the OzFest 99 documentary, Decline of Western Civilization, Wayne's World. I want to say one more thing about Wayne's World, though, and that's it, because I'm done with that movie. I, I finished it a while back. Gary Wright did uh, Dreamweaver, as you know, and um, he passed away recently, unfortunately. But um, it was so weird when I got the script. Dreamweaver was also in the script, and it was the choice of Mike Myers. And I had sort of... Um, just uh, coincidentally, I did the original uh, performance video of uh, Dreamweaver and uh, Love is Alive for Gary Wright in the early 70s. I shot those guys down in San Diego at a huge stadium for Warner Brothers Records. And then when I got the script, I'm like, oh, my God, I got Dreamweaver again. <laughs> so... And, and such a such a pivotal part of the movie and you know it was perfect it was so perfect and you know Wayne's World was one of those movies that if it's on there's a couple of you know favorites over the years that if you happen to find it on you can you have to watch it all the way through you have to watch it all the way through p.s and this is one i used to like actually going to movie theaters when that movie came out 
We went and saw it numerous times. We snuck into the theater a couple of times. So wait, because I was like, you know, in high school or whatever. And we saw that movie so many times because it was just so great. And I think it like captured the time and the genre and it had a great soundtrack and it was just such such a great film. Really great film. Thank you. Thank you. We all lucked out with that. You know, it was just the perfect uh, coming together of the perfect people at the perfect time, you know, and there's no explaining when something catches on like that. It just, uh, it was in the zeitgeist. Something happened and all of a sudden everybody left Wayne's World. And I'm really glad because the, I, that's why I could build all these houses is I'm still getting money from Paramount. Uh, for Wayne's World. <laughs> <laughs> Penelope Spears with us. Can you tell us the plans for the release of the OzFest 99 documentary, We Sold Our Souls for Rock and Roll? I, I would love to tell you the plans, but the fact of the matter is we don't know yet. And um, I will say this, though. It's, check out what Taylor Swift just did. I'm, you know, I'm not a Swifty, okay? You, you know me. I'm not a Swifty, but... <laughs> I don't mean to piss those guys off because there's too many of them. But um, the thing is, uh, she did a film uh, while she was on that uh, tour, Eras tour. Yeah. And she was on that tour and it, they did a movie and now it pre-sold $26 million in tickets to um, the AMC chain. So here I am doing an ad for, for Taylor <laughs> accidentally. But my point is... Um, I think concert films in theaters now, or even, you know, like the Greek theater type venues could really do well. And so we're, when I say we, I mean Sharon and I and her team are discussing now how the film might get released, but it sounds like it's imminent. Let's put it that way. Awesome. Well, keep us posted. And Penelope, you know, again, such an honor to speak to you. I appreciate you taking the time and I, I can't wait for the release for this documentary. Oh, me either, baby, because, you know, it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a time before everything sucked. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like you, Jackie. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Everything sucks and I'm sick of it. God darn it. <laughs> Stick around because we've got more metal on the way.